On this YOY, our regular guest Randy visits me at my new job, and he pulls out something I never expected. Could we put it put it away? Here, I want to show it to you. Okay, I kind of expected it. I'm not gonna touch. While your carpal tunnel's preventing you, just touch it. No. Touch it. I'm afraid. Just touch it. From the podcast studios, I squirmed away, horrified. Worried for my safety. Just touch it. I'm not a. I don't want my fingerprints on it. I'm not touching it. Look at it. I'll, I looked at it. Have you ever I'm seen done anything that beautiful? I don't think it's. No. Yeah, it, that's where we'll disagree, Lefty Lou. Today on the show, we catch up before Randy heads out for a weekend in Ocean City, Maryland. Hear about his new company, updates on his family, and the last known whereabouts of his friend Noah the Boa. But before we start, I must know, is it loaded? Well, what am I supposed to do? Just hit someone over the head with it? You need, you need stuff coming out of it. That's all ahead on a brand new episode of Why Oh Why. My heart is beating, beating like a clock. My heart is beating, you can hear it talk. Beep, 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 beep. My new office has a podcast studio. It's a soundproof room in the back of the EMAG around a small table with foam lining all of the walls. I can use it after hours or in the wee hours of the morning. So one Friday, I told Randy he could drop by, have some coffee, catch up. No one was around. For the interview, Randy slinked in. He was looking more paranoid than usual. He smelled like some kind of body spray or maybe a bolt bus. And he was wearing a baseball cap, shorts, and carried an oversized duffel bag in his hands. I'm just gonna get a level on your voice. What did you have for breakfast? I had um, frozen blueberry waffles. They're called Legos. And um, Isn't it Egos? And I had um, syrup with it and butter. But I usually what I have is I have a, a bagel, an everything bagel, with chive cheese, and I'll have um, pineapple juice. Chive cream cheese? Yeah. Prime pineapple juice? Pineapple juice. That's, I guess that's good for you. It's, it's supposedly the best juice for you. It, um, it's very good for your prostate. Hmm. Um, well, that sounds great. That's like a really indulgent Did breakfast. I tell you about my prostate problems? No. Um, well, it's called prostateitis, and what happens is that if you sit down for a long time, um, your, your prostate flares. Do you know what a prostate is? It's a boy part that's in your boy parts. It's, it's a, the size of a plum, and it's between your anus and your scrotum. And um, all men have it, or most men have it. Mo- all men have it. And for mine, it got a little inflamed because I was sitting too much, so I felt like I had to go to the, I had to go to the bathroom all the time. Oh, no. Yeah, and I was having some problems in bed. How, oh, you weren't able to... That's never been a problem, but um, I wasn't able to ejaculate. That's what I thought. So doctor just went up in there and 
you started drinking more Actually, pineapple juice. Actually, she went up there. She she put on um, plastic gloves, put a little bit of Vaseline on it, and gave me a little poke. Uh-huh. And um, she said that it's inflamed. So what you have to do is you have to take care of it. So that I went and did my own research, which is what I like to do. I like to do my own health research. And I found that pineapple juice is sort of like the bomb, B-A-L-M, not B-O-M-B, for prostatitis. This guy has a great website, and he has a lot of suggestions on what you have to do to keep yourself fit. And his, his suggestion was if you, have, if you do have prostate problems or impotence problems, which I don't have, but it's a prostate problem, I have to have a lot of pineapple juice. Because the people in the Caribbean and in Hawaii supposedly do not have any prostate problems. They drink a lot of coconut juice and, um, and pineapple juice. That is the most anyone's ever told me about their prostate. Have you ever stuck your finger up a guy's rear door? And Because some guys are into yeah. that. You, you, you stick it up there, and then the O is that much more powerful. I've heard that, yes. Mm-hmm. Have you done that? Um, I cannot confirm or deny. Andrea, can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Has anyone stuck their finger up your um, dirty star? <laughs> cannot confirm or deny. Have you ever done it... Um, uh, no, I don't want to talk about this. Not just the finger, but We're anything. at my office. We can't talk about this. Can I talk about your office a bit? Yeah, what? sure. Welcome to Slate. You know, I'm a, not a fan of the Washington Compost, and that's where we are now. They own w- this building where, where we're at right now. And um, you got a lot of lefty-loos. I passed a lot of lefty-loos in here. And I don't appreciate, especially... More so than WFMU, you'd say? I would think so, only because of the Washington Compost anti-NRA policy as far as taking away freedom of, you know, to own guns and machine guns. Mm-hmm. I never owned a machine gun. I never will. But I think anyone should have that right. That's a really serious gun. Like on the scale of guns that someone might be trying to tote around with them, that's the least. Well, you don't have to tell I'd me because like have I, I have been a member of the NRA for about 25 years. Ever since I went to camp, um, I was a, a marksman and I received an NRA patch but, um, yeah, I'm sort of a, not an expert, but I know about guns, so you don't have to tell me that that's a big deal. But what is a big deal is a freedom to have those guns and to go anywhere with them. I believe that you should be able to go into Staples with one. You should be able to go into... Chipotle. Uh, Chipotle with one. And I think um, to not be able to do that is absurd because these are the guys that aren't going to go after you. It's, it's the ones who are going to rush in with the handguns that they bought for $10 on the street. Those are the guys you got to watch out for. $10 handguns on the street. Okay. Can we go back to the um, personal question? No, I'd, I'd rather not. Um, but let's just remind people who you are. You're um, a regular guest here on YOY. This is Randy. And this, is, this is the show I helped create, and I, this is the show I helped make popular. That I would, I would, I'll give you the second one. But you haven't called. First of all, I've been trying to reach you on the Twitter for weeks now, and every time I say, can you please call me, you don't, and I don't you have... You don't use my handle, and I just don't notice it for days until I go to your special Twitter page and type in twitter.com slash randyisdemand, then I notice your messages to well, me. Well, I have but... to be honest, I thought that you were mad at me, because you haven't returned my... Well, I haven't called, but you haven't returned my messages. I think you've been accidentally texting me a few times, so I just don't bother to return it. Do you have, like, a... I think you have, like, a new cell phone or something? Yeah, I had a flip phone for a long time, and I just got... I bought used an Apple iPhone 2, and it doesn't have a lot of things, but it has what I need. It can't be a 2. It must be like a 4. It has a lot of what I need, and I'm not completely comfortable with 
the technical aspects of it yet. So I might have tech. I mean, I've been doing some crazy things, and I might have. Yep. I think what I sent you was that I had hooked up with a girl on the boardwalk on 96th Street, and we did it right in front of a saltwater taffy place. Well, that was expected, but what I didn't expect to see was were the photos that you sent. Well, I, I, first of all, let me just say, this is one of the best summers of my life. Um, really? I, I've been hanging out in Ocean City, Maryland, at a place called the Frog Cave, which is a, it's a greenhouse. Oh, my gosh. Um, and I have five roommates, and um, they call me Grandpa. I am the oldest. How old are they? They're like 24, 25, which is not that much younger than I am. No, it's like a de- it's like more than a decade. You know, I'm I'm the guy with all the wisdom, like the places to go in Ocean City. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm the guy who who will go to Secrets. I'm the guy who will go to. Um, I'm guessing that's a strip club. No, I'm the guy who who will, will take them to Big Pecker's Bar and Grill. I'm the guy that'll take them to the Bearded Clam. Like these are places that I've been going to for years, and I know everyone who works in there. The bartenders know who I am, so I'm like their guide. You ever hear about these Indians that give these voyage quests? Yeah, like vision quests. Yeah, so I'm that guy for these, you know, these these people. And does that mean you guys are doing drugs? We're doing everything. I'm doing stuff I've never done before. Like there are drugs out there now that I haven't been in the weave about. I gotta say, I am having the time of my life. These these are good friends of mine now. I didn't know who they were at first. I mean, drugs have probably changed a lot since you were a kid. I bet. Oh, like, oh a lot. I mean. I think they're much more regulated now. I used to take things that were given to me. I didn't know what they were, who, who made them. You know, they're made it in a Mexican pharmacia. But this stuff now is, is all on, is proper. They're getting this stuff from real pharmacists and real chemical people. So I'm just having a thrilling time in Ocean City. And this, I, I hope to be with these guys for years because we're really getting along well. You said they're roommates? Yeah, a friend of a friend of a friend said... These guys need a fifth down in Ocean City. Would They're like you... renting a bungalow or something? Yeah, it's a little house that's green, and it's a couple blocks huh. west of the uh, boardwalk. Um, what is the the job update? What have you been up to? A lot of stuff is going on. I got yeah. I got burners. I got pots, burning pots on all burners, and I got my fingers in each of them. And So lots of interviews? Or... You mean with jobs? Yeah. No, no. Well, first of all, I, I am starting my own agency, my own creative agency. Wow. It's called Mega Squiz. And Mega what? Squiz. What's a squiz? It's sort of an inside joke. But it's a creative... It just a- sounds gross. Well, it's a creative agency that will provide guidance to companies, hopefully big companies, seeking to reach their full creative potential. So, like, if they need to reach out to college students and they need someone to go online and put out posts that that are well, that would appeal to college students they would come to me and I would help them with that I'd come up with jokes and clever ways to approach it okay so let me give you just like a give me a sample of your skills so let's say I producing and I want to help more young people discover YOY how would you reach out to young people and tell them about hmm. the YOY okay. podcast from WFMU I go online and mm-hmm. I, I go onto your your Twitter feed my Twitter feed. Well, does YOY have a Twitter? Sure. Or just at Andreas Lindsay. Yeah. And I put out each day a quote from, from the previous show. You know, like... Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, women don't don't date guys who smell bad. I'm just throwing this out. Yeah. And you put that in quotes and whoever said it. 
Uh-huh. Okay, so you got that going. And then you work on different levels so that you also have a website and you put up videos and audio of the shows itself. I didn't know you did, like, digital media and consulting. This is so cool. Yeah. Well, this is the way, this is the way of the future now. And for me to work for another person, I decide I need to work for myself. Yeah. And I need to be in control. And um, I think with Megasquiz, this... You have to rename it. This is the way to go. But I, you know, I would also do a lot of cool stuff. Like I, I would drop propaganda leaflets from out of an airplane onto um, an outdoor pool and say, like, tune into YOY. Like, are you hot? You want to cool off? Turn into YOY. I don't know how that would cool someone off. But um, you would also have dinners and, and bar. You know, you, you'd have meetups with people. Um, you pass out um, flyers. You would put up flyers in different college radio stations, people who are into radio. And um, put, you could even put out a newsletter. It's real DIY. It's real do-it-yourself. Yeah. And um, that's when... It, so that, that started... You don't I, need to... Um, in the future, you don't need to spell out do-it-yourself after you say DIY. I think it's pretty common. So I'm going to really get started on that. And I've reached out to a ton of companies, IBM and AT&T. Well, and, those are huge companies. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Starbucks. Um, all these amazing places, and I've got. I think you should start smaller. Just if you wanted advice. No, that's it's stupid advice because I'm going big. That's the problem with people like you. You start small, and it's like real nits and pieces. You got to really go for it. But I think major companies like that are going to, you know, do their work with more established outlets, Andrea, and they probably already have their people on this. You're all dead the time. wrong. What they want to do is get hooked up with the hottest, and and they know nothing about the youth, and this is where Mega Squiz will come in, they're going to, um, I mean, already a ton of VPs. But you need a portfolio of who you've worked with before. Hey, I got a portfolio. Do you remember that I worked for years as in advertising? Do you remember that I, w- I wrote poems? Do you remember that I wrote syndicated cartoons? I got all this stuff. So this right, stuff is ready to go. Right, but that doesn't mean anything to someone like Starbucks or AT&T. It means or... everything to them. Because they, they see this guy who has a syndicated newspaper cartoon comic. It's not, you don't. You're well, proposing it. No. We're going to talk about that. This, it's been syndicated. Wow. Yeah. By Thank who? You. Well, there's a guy who runs a, a little newspaper out of his house in Ohio. Okay. And um, I got in touch with him, and he is running Millennial Blues. So I've been busy. What's his paper called, or what's, it's how called, can I get it? I don't know, like Examiner or something, but he pays me five bucks or every, five bucks a strip. Okay, so that's a start. Okay. Now, as far as like the Washington Post syndicate, as far as UPI, as far as all those syndicates... They're still thinking about the it. Washington Compost Syndicate. You mean? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, you're right. The Washington, but I, I can't deal with them anyway because I sent it to them about Millennial Blues. They don't have they don't have the first inkling of what is out there. So this it's a start. And this guy said that he would represent me as an agent. But I got a new I got a new cartoon which I'm really excited about. Tell it's, me um, more. You know, I was thinking that these retarded kids, not retarded, but maybe autistic kids on the spectrum. Okay. They don't really have a say. And there's no yeah. there's no syndicated cartoon comic about a retar- uh, an autistic kid. You're going to have to get that right if you're going to do this. What do you mean get it right? You can't keep saying retarded they're when you mean retarded. autistic. They're not retarded. I mean, they're, they're, well, they're not right in the head. You know, they're not completely right. They're not normal. But they're, they're, they have like a unique set of skills. Exactly. And, that's, and a worldview. Exactly. Yeah. And that's when I'm going to, like, a lot of them can count, really, and they can, can bet. You know, you ever see Rain Man? Right, yeah. Okay, so a lot of them have skills that normals don't. And so, right. so this kid's going to be named Chip. Okay. Well, it's actually based off a guy I knew named Dave. And I knew him years ago. I worked in retail in Maryland at the small hardware store called Pokes. And he was retarded. And um, 
everyone kind of felt sorry. Was for he him. retarded or autistic? I don't. I mean, he wasn't like big tongue retarded, but he was. He had major issues. Everyone wanted to like the guy, but he was horrible. You know, you, you couldn't talk to him about a thing. His eyes were elsewhere. He didn't know what was going on. He was also a horrible worker. But I thought about this guy recently. I wonder where he was. And I thought, I'm going to make a cartoon about people like him. Because first of all, he was really into cartoons, comics, and all that sort of thing. And so you have a, you have a built-in audience for people like that. Another thing is, like, there has, there's been no, no one, no, no cartoonist who's really captured that world. So this, this character of Chip is going to have his own unique um, specializations, and he's going to be able to deal with people in really cool ways. So in, in, the, in essence, he'll be one of the coolest people that these guys know. Like, he'll make them money by betting on, on horses. Or, like, he'll, he'll walk in front of a, of a liquor store, and someone will feel sorry for him, and then the guy will buy him and, and all his friends liquor. So it's a really interesting character, I think. It's never been done before. Um, I'm opening new doors, and I think uh, this could be huge. I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited for you. That sounds great. Thanks. Um, so what about the uh, the book thing? You said you're working on a book at some point? I it never... was like a dating guide or something? Oh, Randy's dating guide. Yeah, a few agents have got in touch with me, and I'm in... I'm in uh, negotiations with them about that um one guy um dropped out his wife uh read the manuscript when he brought it home over the weekend and she's one of those pc types who feel that uh all men have to be a certain way with women um and she obviously missed the humor of it so he said you know listen dude was there like a specific passage that you think offended her most well i was talking about um women who might not be considered classically attractive and i said that those are the ones that if, if it's at the end of the night and the bar is closing, you should really hone in on them. The non-beauty Bettys. Oh, Randy. But no. that's reality, Andrea. I mean, this happens every day in Ocean City, Maryland, every night. There's always a few. You know, it's like those unpopped kernels at the bottom of a popcorn bag. Like, those are the ones you need to go after because those are the ones who are desperate and those are the ones who need a guy obviously the beautiful ones are will be probably taken i'm just being realistic this is or uninterested in you like no i would well no but but there's a whole chapter on how to be interesting to beautiful bettys well great i wish you luck with this well i don't need luck i think it will uh it's being looked at and i'm in negotiations as we speak Mm. wait so what um well that sounds great Mim Mim. Um, yeah, how's your family? She's not good. She stroked out a few weeks ago. Oh, God. So I think she's going to have to go to a home. Is that part of why you've been down in Maryland? Yeah, I've been going back and forth. And um, she she's drooling a lot now, and she's oh. not herself. So, yeah, I'd, I, we're thinking about putting her up in a home. She, a good one, right? Like you're researching it? And well, you know. A, Is one, there a place you guys had picked out? Yeah, just... I mean, none of them are cheap, so we'll just get a, try to put her in a good one that's reasonable, not too pricey. Yeah. But we'll take good care. I mean, she she's sort of out of it now. She doesn't always know who I am, and we'll yeah. have some fun. But there's there are there are points where like she's on the moon, and I don't know where she is. Ugh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. So that's the real reason you've been down in Maryland, not just to relive your twenties. Well, I wouldn't say the real reason, but I would say that's the main reason. But um, uh, you know, I do need 
uh, to release some pressure, and that's where the frog cave comes in. And all the drugs. Yeah, all the drugs. Hey, let me ask you a question. Have you ever gotten a swish and a wish? What's that? That's when you um, you go into you ever go into a um, car wash. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how like for five minutes they can't see you because there's water and soap and all these things crashing against your car. Sure. Yeah. Right. So that's when you do it. Who would do it? Like do what? I found many. This I found many girls who are into a swish and a wish. You, you go into the car, all right, and you put it into neutral, uh-huh. and then the soap starts popping out. Okay. So right then and there, the windows are, you can't see in. Then at that point, you leap in the back and you have, oh you're under pressure, right? You got to finish before it emerges into the sunlight. And then That's I'll, not much time at all. I know. That's why it makes it so exciting. So there's been a few cases where, um, you know, we've almost not done it. And let the, the morons with the, with the hand towels are right there. Oh, my God. And you just think, oh, don't see me, don't see me. And, like, it will pop back into the front seat. I've done this a couple of times. It's actually really fun because it's almost like you, you got to do it under a certain time length. There's no messing around. And um, either you do it or you get caught. So it's kind of, it, it's, like, really cool pressure. So who are the girls you're seeing? Are you, is, has April come down or? No. Um, these are fresh Betty's that I've met in uh-huh. Ocean City. These are girls that um, I've been introduced to by um, my my housemates Good. at the Frog Cave. And some of them are, um, I would say most of them are about six, sixes. Some of them have been sevens. But most are... So pr- like partially popped kernels? Um, what do you mean? Like it's like you're talking about the popcorn kernels before. These are fully popped, but they don't have butter on them. The, okay. These are um, maybe not the most taste... They're not kind of tasteless, and they're good for a swish and a wish, but maybe not much more. Wow. No, I've never done that. You sh- I recommend it. Would you do it with me? No. No. Was your Facebook hacked recently? That's something I've been meaning to ask you. Was my what? Your Facebook hacked. Um, some no. of my friends have been getting weird messages from you. I don't think so. I haven't been stuff on Stuff about, all... like, drink specials and oh, no, restaurants. No, no. Oh, that's me sending it out. Yeah, that hasn't been hacked. But they're really weird. I mean, they're just it, it, there's like almost no context, and it just lets them know like what bar is having ladies. Yeah, well, that's what I send out. It's their treat. Well, I've, I've put hump out... day at McNally's means two furs, us two. Your mm-hmm. treat. Yeah, that, I sent that out to your friends and to you. But See, why? Why would you just copy and paste a message like that? Why? Because here's one of the things about new media: you need to build up a big email list. Okay, so for Mega Squiz, what am I going to send it to? Ten people. My email list now has a couple hundred. So that's and rude. they're all my friends. Great. Well, I wouldn't say all. I would say some. But your friends are um, somewhat smart and somewhat young, and they um, they know the scene. So they, they probably receive 20 of these a day. It just comes off like spam, and it's not even spelled or capitalized correctly. But that's part of that's part of it, too. There's like emojis. It's, it's just no. weird. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, if, if I were to overspell or use, or use grammar to such a degree, that would scream old. So what I'm doing is I'm going for young. No, it's just screaming spam, spam. No, it's like a punk rock song versus a classical song. It's very... D-Y-I, do it yourself. Well, I'm going to have to ask you to stop contacting my friends and to please take them off your mailing list. I won't do that because I haven't received any, I haven't see, received any uh, suggestions that they don't want to be on this list. Because they, they're afraid to reply because they think you're a spam How bot. are they afraid to reply? I put my phone number down there. In fact, I put the house phone on the frog cave right, right on the bottom. 
There's a house phone at the Frog Game. There is. <laughs> Guys are getting ripped off. I'm not. Can I give the number? 41410? No, nope, nope. Stop. I can't, I can't give out a number like that on the air. Um, Did I tell you about my podcast with Noah? Oh, how is Noah? He totally stopped turning my calls. He's dead. No, he's... Wait, no, he's not dead, but he's dead you, to you me. You would have told me. He's dead I to hope. me. The guy's a disaster. <laughs> he's a loser. Some people want to be losers. You freaked me out. Don't do that again. He, he, some people want to be losers, and he, he's just like one of those guys. No, that like, he has issues. He has problems. Yeah, hey, you, welcome to life, sister. We all got issues, don't we? You've dragged him down. You I, dragged I didn't him drag down him anywhere. I, I didn't tell him to come up to New York. I didn't tell him to come up and then go, go sleep in your car by the Gowanus. That wasn't my idea. So he came up. He came up, yeah, and then got instantly got in a fight at his uh, group house or wherever he was staying. I'm not the guy's daddy. I mean, let him do what he needs to do. He's he's old enough. So um, where he is right now, exactly. So you wouldn't let him stay with you. No, that doesn't work like that. So he he was sleeping for a while in his car down by the Gowanus. Ugh. And um. That, I wish he'd answered my calls. I would have been happy to put him He doesn't him have phone service, I don't think. you got to go down there and knock on the window. Ugh, that's so sad. But was he may he be safe? back in Florida. Was he safe? I don't know, I guess. Or who's who's going to bother that guy? I mean, he would rip anyone's head off. Did you guys try your podcast thing? Try it. It's up. Well, no, it's not up. What does up mean? On the air? Post it online somewhere. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, no. Right now, I'm switching gears. I'm going to call it being put in the hole. Okay. And that's a reference. Wait, that's the name of the show? Yeah. That's the new name of the show. And it's a, um, a show. So it's about prison? or No, it's a show about, you know, um, it's a fun show. It's, a, it's about pop culture. It's about comedy. Um, you Being know, put in the hole. Yeah, my take on the news. Like, give me a recent uh, news story, and it, I'll give you my take on it. Sure. Um, Hillary Clinton's been saying she's really warm. Yeah, she, uh, Oh, look at me. I'm a billionaire. I'm Hillary Clinton. I want to make the world right for women and minorities. How is that funny? It is funny. Because you did a voice? That was oh, Hillary Clinton. Oh, look, Cl I'm Hillary Clinton. I Listen, <laughs> you, you're putting me on the spot here. Usually this stuff is written. Okay. I'm a billionaire. And I want to run for president and I don't well, deserve well. it. I don't have any money. I'm Hillary Clinton. <laughs> right. That's funny. No, it's not. It's not funny. Would you appear on my show and be my sidekick? Uh, if you just need a giggly girl, sure. Yeah. I, I mean, you, I you, you're my girl. sidekick, so yeah. I, I'll I, just laugh at all your jokes. Anyway, it's about the news. As long as they don't offend me. It's about the news. It's about pop culture. It's about inventions. about science. It's about everything. So it's a show about everything. It's called Being Put in the Hole, and look for it soon on networks. I'm pitching that. I'm throwing that around. I got a lot of stuff going on. Good. And, and I, got three, I got three shows in the can. That means that they're complete and ready to go. I can't wait. I really want to hear them. But anyway, I found a new producer, this idiot, who I found on um, Craigslist. So you had a falling out with Noah, and you replaced I him. I haven't spoken to Noah in weeks. So what? where'd you guys leave off? We left off. Uh, he thinks I owe him money. Do you? Yes. How much? Well, uh, $5,000, which I needed to buy equipment. But I kept telling him, Noah, this is for our future, not just my future. And um, then he quits. So what am I supposed to do now? Wait, Except so use how this did equipment he, where did for being he get the $5,000 from? Wasn't he he borrowed like it from his, uh, I think his stepmother. But... What ha it would you know? This is a type of thing where he went out and bought all this that equipment. That equipment should not cost that much money. It, first exactly, of all. he got ripped off. 
He went on. He went online and bought it from this this bootleg guy. God knows where he got it. It's a bunch of stuff you buy at Radio Shack, and he spent five thousand dollars on it. You know, n- knobs, uh, microphones, earphones, everything that I told him to buy. Spent way too much money on it, and um, that was one of our fights. Like, what are you doing, spending all that money? Some of that money was going to go to me to pay for us to live on. You know, when we we're starting the podcast. And, Out um, of all the places where you could get money for your stupid, stupid projects, Randy, you go to Noah, a guy who's like homeless and fresh out of a halfway house. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Andrea, should I have left him in the parking lot down in Florida? Yes, absolutely. Is that where I should have left him? No. Um, I was doing him a favor. by I was reaching down and pulling him up and saying, come with me. We're going to make it together. So who has the equipment now? I do. You owe him money. I don't owe him anything. No, because he went out and spent. I'm not paying this guy. I'm not. I'll pay him a few hundred dollars once down in the hole, being put in the hole gets gets up and go, going. But you know, like right now, is it down in the hole or put being it's put being in? put in the hole? It's a prison. It term. does. Yeah, but it doesn't. But it's not about prison. It's very much about prison. It's about prison. It's about life. It's being. It's being. Uh, here's what I'm saying. I'm saying. Um, Oh, can you not blow your nose as I'm talking? <laughs> I have no choice. Uh, Just a second, every time right? I talk with you, you have a cold. Ugh. I, I hate that. That's just disgusting. <laughs> so being put in a hole means that basically you're viewed by society as being a troublemaker. Yes. Okay, so like, hey, troublemaker, here you go down the hole. Let's. You're going to have time to think down there. Yeah. Okay, so this is me down in the hole um, commenting on the world. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I love it. But anyway, um, Noah uh, sort of had a meltdown one day. He started crying, and he fell to the floor. And I thought I would have to call 911 because he did not want to get up. And he didn't, actually. He just, this is on a sidewalk uh, not too far from where we're renting the studio, and just weeping. Uh, you know, I lost, you know, my life has not turned out like the way I thought. You know, all this So like a nervous break, breakdown, yeah. Well, I don't know what you would call it. But I just left him there and was like, you know what? When you get your stuff together, give me a ring. And, wow. Um, so Cold as ice. Well, he had also been pissing me off earlier, quite frankly, because he's he's very demanding. Um, he felt in some ways that I was sort of like his tour guide in New York. Like, you know, show me places around, help me get a place, help me, you know, I want to meet people. Like, who You're wants, his only friend in but town. But who wants to meet this guy in New York? Th- these aren't huckleberries from uh, from Maryland. These are... These are some, um, you know, some pretty elite people, and I didn't think that. They, so you went and introduced him to any of your friends? I introduced him to one, who's from Wisconsin, and um, I thought they would get along, and they did. You know, they, they're the types who like to stay at home playing video games. Um, they're not the types who are, you know, urbanites. Um, so anyway, it, that's the type of person he would want to hang out with, um, and he uh, was. But was saying that I was doing various things. I wasn't doing this. I wasn't doing that. And then the whole thing with the five thousand dollars on equipment, beyond what we needed, beyond what I wanted him to pay, that just infuriated me. And then his stepmother was um, emailing me saying, "What did you make him do? Like he's not like he's a child or something. I didn't make him do anything." And uh, so now he's he's not talking to me. I think he's still in New York. I think he's still by the Gowanus. Um, I'm not quite sure where he's going, but what I do know is that he won't have a place in being put in my hole, the hole. 
I feel really bad for him. I wish I wish I could have. I don't think you it. should feel bad as much as you f- you should feel excited about what I'm about to accomplish. No, I just I sh- tried to warn him, and I had a listener send me like five emails and try to call me because he was so worried for Noah. I just wish. Who I'd is this moron? Why would he think that I have anything to do with Noah not wanting to stay in New York? That is totally Noah's problem. Um, that's not my problem. And you know what? I thought for a while, like, oh, you know, Noah could work as a, an assistant or a secretary at Mega Squiz. But the more I think about it, I was like, I don't want him answering phone calls when IBM calls or Apple calls or whom, you know. They're not going to call, man. Or whoever calls back. And, you know, like, that is not, that's not the, 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 the front that I want representing the country. That, that is not Mega Squiz material. Just wish I'd stopped it. You wish you stopped it? Yeah. First of all, you started it because you called up you called up Noah without my permission. That was you stabbed me in the back on that one. So you're the one actually who is responsible for all this. I thought it was going to be a positive thing. To Why bring would your you best think friend that? Back Did and... I not warn you about this guy that he was a loser and things happen to this guy that don't happen to other people? I mean, stuff happens around this guy. He he he's a magnet for negativity, and there are people like this that want to be failures, and he achieves that every time. So it was yours. You stuck You stuck your stick, your big long stick, into that bee's nest. Can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Would you ever sleep with me? No. That's some, not even a personal question. I mean, like, sometimes I, see the way I, I would tell anyone that. Sometimes I see the way you look at me, and it seems like you're hungry. Think you're seeing something wrong? Maybe I'm feeling like... Uh, sick or tired, and you think that that looks well, like hungry. Well, you do look terrible. Or do you have a fever or anything? <laughs> I think I do have a fever. You look awful. Oh, I was sweating so much on the train. It was so oh, so gross. Gross. And yeah. Sneezing and all that. I hope this is an enclosed space. I hope I don't get sick. I don't want to bring it back to the to the frog's nest. It is a closed space. You're wearing. I I'm sick, but I can still tell that you're wearing some kind of cologne. I am. Um, I don't remember the name of it. I bought it at a Dwayne Reed. Yeah. <laughs> it's French. It's, yeah. No, it's actually, you can't get it anywhere else. And it's one of those things that people go to Dwayne Reed just to buy. Uh-huh. Um, and it's used in a lot of barber shops for a reason. It smells good and it really gives you a clean feeling. If I were on the train with you, I would open the windows just to make, just to help everyone out. Because it's really If you were on the train with me, I would give you my number and you would take it. Because I would look at you and think, oh, this girl's hungry. She, <laughs> hungry. Yeah, she's hungry like the wolf. She's got the eye of the tiger, and she wants something. That something is Randy. The studio is so small right now. <laughs> Randy, get it together, man. Listen. I, what's, what is really going on with you? You're acting different than you normally act. I have to be honest. I took one of the pills that um, the frog cavers gave me. What kind of pill? I don't know. It was green and white, and um, I have used it in the past, but I was drunk when I took it, and I feel a little queasy. This morning you were little... drunk? No, 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 no. In the past, I've taken it, and I feel oh, okay. a little off. I don't know if it's the heat, being in the room with you blowing out stuff from your nose, but I feel a little um, out of sorts. You can't, yeah. like, you see the scar stay on focused my neck? on anything? Yeah, you what's going on? You know how that on? happened? Some guy, um, I was in a bar, and he's tried to hug me. I said, dude, I'm, not, I'm no mo. So then he took out a bottle and smashed me against the neck. Oh, God. Yeah. 
Ocean City, rough town. Well, listen, uh, there there are streets, especially the, the the farther west you get away from the ocean, you got to watch yourself a little bit. I mean, you got a lot of townies in there who um, don't like those the the people who come up the summer types. And uh, this guy. Well, was he one... liked you. He's giving you a hug. Yeah, but wh- who gives a stranger a hug? And what was I supposed to say? Yeah, give me another hug. I mean, I was like, no, I'm no mo. Get your hand off me. And then at that point. I, I then said something else, which I won't say, and that's when it really pissed him off. What'd you say? I said he looks like a, a honky, you know, like a like a like he looks like a white You're trash. You're asking for it. I this guy, or he's wearing a bandana around his neck. He's wearing cut-off jeans. He's wearing a a t-shirt, something like um, uh, uh, the only thing that I don't eat are clams or something like that. He's a dirty honky. And I don't want to. Ha- I don't want to be in bars with this dude, especially with him hugging me. Oh. I, don't, I don't need. I don't need friends with friends like that. I don't need honk. You know, others. Wow. What so, is going on in your life? Like, what have you been doing without me on the show? What has is the show still on the air? Yeah, no, it's still going on. Is it going well? Or are you kind of struggling? Um, I'm struggling to find time to do it. I have like. Uh, I've had some pretty horrible carpal tunnel because I'm editing a lot of audio mm. in my new job, and then I'm editing a lot of audio at night to get the show ready. Does that affect your HJs? I don't think people really do those. Oh, I, I love HA, HJs. They're my favorite Well, because you see prostitutes. Yeah, but I mean, even if they weren't prostitutes, I find it really sexy. See, I don't. I just feel like that's something that's limited to like the courtship and the teenagerness, and I don't, I don't know. Call it what you want, but I still like it. I'm always up for an HJ. No, I don't think it's affecting that. It's just it just kind of hurts sometimes. All right, but what, how about the show? Is it is it struggling that I, I oh, haven't yeah. been on in a while? No, it's been actually really great. I mean, people have been begging me not to have you back, which is something oh, that's that. Ridiculous. Are these, I mean, are these I'm not saying that to list? hurt your feelings. Are they on the I disagree list? with them. Who would ever complain that I'm on the show? And you know what? Then turn the station and go to um, Q107 and go listen to. Uh, yeah, just don't listen, man. Yeah. I'm thinking about starting a band. Really? Yeah, Gun Shop. And it would be... Um, I didn't know you played an instrument. I don't. I would be the leader. I'd be the writer, lyricist, and I would be sort you of... You sing? I don't. I would be sort of like a rock composer, and I would stand behind the scenes pointing, uh, maybe even up on stage. See, the problem with with music that's out there on the radio, like you can't hear good... You can't hear songs by Aerosmith anymore. You can't hear songs by... Genesis. You can't hear songs by um, Kiss. You know, these are groups that... Uh, the Unless high... you find, like, a good classic rock station. Yeah, right? but they play the same songs over and over. I'm talking about, like, off the back wall, like, you know, off of Aerosmith Rocks or something. Spotify. Um, and um, so th- those are the type of groups that I want to really get back into. So I've been thinking about doing that. And I think... You can't really start a band if you don't make music. Like, part of starting a band First of all, do you know how many the... songs I've written? I've written over 100 songs, and they're ready to go. Um, but that doesn't really help the band very much. Well, it's my band. Did you... Do you know about this band called the Bay City Rollers? This no. was a band that existed in the um, 60s, and um, they were put together... By you know, it's no different than like in in sync where the a leader gets together, puts them together, you know, a bunch of kids together, and then creates the songs and puts them out there. So I would be like the manager, the rock or the rock leader, the lyricist, the writer, and it would be my band, and they would go where I wanted, do what I wanted, 
and um, they would be called Gun Club. How'd you think of the name Gun Club? Because it is uh, in the news, and I think you, you you put in Gun Club in Google, and that will come up. So it's just, it's a type of thing that's in the zeitgeist. And um, are you a gun owner? I am. I, I own a few guns. Are they what kind? What, I don't know anything about guns. I own like a couple twenty twos. No, well, um, I'm particularly good at twenty twos, and I do own one forty five. And what's why? Why? Like, what do? You, how do you hope to use them for protection? I never know who's going to come up and do something to me. It's like that guy I met in the bar. Like, how do I know that I'm not driving down the street, stop at a light, and some white trash dude knocks on the door and sticks a sword in my face? Do you carry them with you? I do. Do you have one with you right now? It's in my uh, oh bag. My do not. Why would I You're not? You're just showing off right now. Andrea, go get my bag and look. Go get my bag. Okay, I'm gonna go get your bag. This is. Wait, I'm terrified. You shouldn't be terrified. And if I were you, as as a semi-young, semi-attractive woman, I would carry a gun too. Because this place is disgusting, particularly. This is the mean streets of New York, and um, I wouldn't trust anyone to throw a stick at around here. This place is Gomeria, Sodora, Sodom. Okay, here's your bag. All right, here's my bag. All right, get a look at this. You see this? What is that? Oh my God. What is this? Looks like a toiletry bag. Yeah, and I'm opening the toiletry bag. What's in it? What do you see? It's a gun. Right. I, could you do you know what type of gun that is? The 22? No, that's a 45. You ever see Dirty Harry? No. Right. With Clint Eastwood? He carried a 45. Did anyone mess with that guy? Yeah, once, and then he took him down. Could we put it put it away? Here. You know, I want to show it to you. Look I'm at not going to Have you ever it. held a I'm gun before? I'm not going to hold it. I'm not going to touch it. Well, your carpal tunnel's preventing you? <laughs> Just touch it. No. Touch it. I'm afraid. Just touch it. I'm not a, I don't want my fingerprints on it. I'm not touching it. Look at it. I'll, I looked at it. Have you ever I'm seen done anything that beautiful? I don't think it's... No. Yeah, that's where we'll disagree, Lefty Lou. Lefty Lucy over here. That's the problem with being in the Washington compost. You can't bring a gun in. There are no bullets in it, right? There are no bullets in it, but I do have a bullet pooch where I keep it. Well, what am I supposed to do? Just hit someone over the head with it? You need you need stuff coming out of it. I just can't believe you've been carrying a gun with you all this time. I've, I've had a gun since I was 14 years old. I'm quite proficient at it. It's locked, usually, not today, but usually it's in a locked place, safe, where only I know it is. And if someone bursts into my room at 2 in the morning and wants to start, um, you know, doing stuff that shouldn't be done, they're going to talk to the gun, not to, not to Randy. What if it was just like Noah and he forgot something there and wanted to come back and try to get a stereo equipment? Would you, sh- would you no, shoot him? No, I would never shoot him, but I would level at him and say, think about what you're doing. But you know what? He would yeah. know anyway. He knows me well enough to know you don't just come barging into my place. What about here at my office? What would have to happen for you to take it out and show it to people? Well, it's not something I take lightly. This is, um, I only do it the last, with the last resort. So if someone like jumped on me and started hugging or kissing and stuff like that, like putting their hands in like my pockets. Like if someone attempted to, to rape you in some way? Not even that. It's just like if, if they put their hands in my pockets and try to give me a jingle jangle. It's like, all right, well... I can sit there and try to talk him down, or I can say, "All right, this talk to Mister Forty Five and see how patient he is with this." And I, I guarantee you, 
he's not going to be as patient as Randy is. I can't have you back if you're going to keep bringing a gun here. I won't bring him back. The only reason I brought him back is I'm headed down to OC, and I'm going down there anyway, and I'm headed straight from there from here. It's not like I carry it around all the time necessarily. Okay. But another thing is too, like I don't want to, I don't want people to know when I have it, when I don't have it. Like I could always have it on me, or I could never have it on me. It's always a mystery, and mystery can be sometimes a good thing. Definitely. Sorry, I just feel like really uncomfortable. <laughs> you look awful. Are you ill? I don't know. I'm fine. Yeah, you like you sweat on your head, and you're blowing <laughs> stuff out of your nose, and I'm sick. Okay, but Ugh. it's it's not like in my throat yet. It's just in my nose and. See, it's not in your throat. That's the type of thing that I would use on my radio show. That's a or my podcast. Like, hey, is it in your throat? And then we would have, I would have a sidekick. That's what she said. What does that mean? No, it would it would mean like, hey, do you have a penis in your throat? That's no, what... but like you go, that's what she said, and then it's... who's she? It's like a hypothetical person who could. I'm dealing with reality, not hypothetical. Who's this hypothetical she anyway? I'm talking about you. you. Do you have a penis sentence. in your throat? Like, if I were talking about your microphone, I'd be like, get a little closer. You really want to get your mouth closer to it. And then you would say, that's what she said. And it would be like as if she had said, you want to get your mouth closer to it. No, you're talking about like, is, is she putting her mouth close to it like she would put her mouth close to a penis? Yeah. This is the type of thing I want to, I want to tackle on being put in the hole. I don't know if you could even pull it off, quite frankly, seeing what I'm seeing right now. You just don't have it. Because like if, when I said that to you before, you should have you should have you should have made another joke, and we should have just gone with that. Instead, you're talking about what she said. <laughs> it's like a common. Now that I've told this to you, you're gonna hear it all the time. It's like a really common thing people do when they're telling a give joke. Me, give me, uh, tell me, give me a phrase. I don't know. Uh, it's really dry here. That's what she said. I don't get it. No, that so in other work. words, if I was talking about a swish and a wish, and I'm talking about going through a car wash and getting an HJ or dumping yeah, the seat. Yeah, the car wash. You'd go like, oh, it's going to be really hot and steamy in here. That's what she said. Oh, I see. In other words, like this is what she would say if, if, if she were um, having wanting to have sex. Yeah. Okay. So say something. I can't wait for this to end. That's what she said. Exactly. All right, I got it. Is that a new thing? <laughs> no, it goes way back. Is that is that but, something? And for, if you're a girl, um, a heterosexual woman, you can say that's what I'm going to write he that said. down for Mega Squiz because when these companies get a, in, in a, uh, touch with me, I'm going to tell them that, and other things too. But I'm going to come up with a packet that I'm going to send them, and that'll be that'll be one of the things. So you're you're financially okay for a bit while you launch this company. I got some money saved. I got some money saved, and I'm doing some creative work uh, freelance-wise. I'm working at um, various places in a, a temp role, um, which brings in about 15 an hour. So I got enough to live on. Oh, good. But I think this is my dreams are such that I have to go for it. Yeah. You're yawning. Am I boring you? No, I'm just tired. I'm sorry. That's what she said. <laughs> exactly. I oh, got my God. It. You learned All it right, so fast. All right, let me write fast. this down. <laughs> Mega squiz. I can't believe you haven't heard that. Mm-mm. You're going to hear it all the time now. You're Where did pe- you hear that? Did a friend tell you? It's just like growing up, being a person with friends. You just oh, hear it all the time. That's maybe why I didn't hear it. <laughs> Randy. I didn't have many friends. That's all right. Now Mim Mim is stroked out. I'm, I'm going to lose the best friend I ever had. Are you, are you sad about her? Yes. She's spitting. I mean, like she talks. She doesn't know who you are and like drools. Were you there out. when it happened? No, I wasn't. She was rushed to the hospital, and now she's in a 
You know, she's being watched over for, from some nurse. Um, has she told you she loves you? That's what she tried to say. <laughs> Drool was coming. And like her eyes go in different directions and like her hands look like claws. You know. It's gotta be hard to watch her in that condition. That's what you say. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. And it also really doesn't work when um, we're talking about someone who's so sick. No. Oh, I've been wanting to ask you. The other day I was walking my dog and I saw someone with like your same baseball cap down the street. Mm -hmm. And then when he saw me, he ran away. Mm -hmm. And I've had this like weird feeling like it might have been That was you. me. Okay, mm -hmm. that's what I thought. Why didn't you just say hello? And also, what were you doing in Bushwick? Well, I thought you might think I was following you. Were you? Yes. But I, it was a type of thing where if I get something in my mind and I can't get an answer for it, like I didn't know why you weren't getting back to me. And I just wanted to see if you were still alive. That's what he said. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> he wanted to see if I was still alive. So. No, I wanted to see if you were still around. And I know. So I did. That was. You could have just called. I don't like calling you because you never answer and I leave messages and you never get back to me. Right. Um, see, you I... You look really hot, by the way, when you're out that, that was... day. You were wearing these shorty shorts. You were wearing this really skin-tight T-shirt. It was really creepy. <clears throat> it wasn't... You can't... Because I, was... I, I should know... Yeah, but know you know who you... I was, so why would it be creepy? And, and but you know, like the idea that you could be there at any moment No, what's creepy is you're not ever getting back to me. That's That's the creepy part. And it's like, you know what? I can't keep up. I like, can't be there every time you want to tell me what happened on The Bachelor. I like, can't always be there to talk to you. It's not about that. I was going to tell you about Mim Mim stroking out, but I guess you were too busy for that. Be more clear. I feel like the messages you sometimes send me are just about like having fun, loving life, drink specials at McNally's. Like, yeah. they're very rarely about anything real. And if you were to tell me, hey, I need to talk to you about Mim Mim, I'd be there. What I'm doing is I'm testing you. Are you good enough friend? If I say, hey, I just got a burger at Big Pecker's Bar and Grill, are you good enough friend to say, hey, what was on the burger or how was it? Rather than, I mean, who wouldn't write back if I said Mim Mim is drooling? I would be more likely to respond to a message about Mim Mim than a message about Big Pecker's. But that's not the way I play the, the friend game. The way I play the friend game is they're on call 24 hours, as I am with my friends. And if they write me about a video game they're playing or the fact that they just got some wet fries and you know, have gravy on their fries and it tastes really good, it's like, I don't care where I am or what I'm doing. It doesn't even matter if I'm pumping and strumping. I'm going to call them back. Okay. So that's the, that's the thing. Like, I'm, on, I'm like a jet pilot. I'm on, I'm on duty 24 hours a day and I'm ready to go. Well, and you don't have a job right now, so that's easy. Well, when I did have a job, when you called, how long would it take me for, for, for me to get back? Right away. Right away. Right. Yeah. So is that loyalty or not? I guess that's loyalty. Yes, yeah, loyalty. Anyway, so, you know, I wanted to tell you and... But then you ran away. So I, you knew that no, that was bad behavior. My, my mission at that point was to see if you were still around. And I didn't, I didn't know if you moved. I didn't know if, if what was going on. I didn't know if you went off and got married. I didn't know. What, have you got, you didn't, are you, no. are you seeing anyone right now? I have a boyfriend. Is this the same one you were, you, we mm -hmm. talked to a few weeks ago? Yeah, he's great. You still doing it a couple of times a week? Yep. My position there was just like, hey, wh what is going on with her? And I was close to, to Bushwick anyway. And I just thought, oh, I'll take the train over. Uh, it did take much longer than I thought. It's sort of in an area where you can, it's really hard to get to. 
Um, it's just off the Emma. It's not that bad, but it and is. It far took out forever, there. and I got on the wrong train, and then I was asking directions, and people are looking at me like I don't belong there. So then I saw, you know, it's like, all right, well, my mission complete. You know, it's like, you know, going to see something but not dropping a bomb on when you're a jet pilot. It's just seeing if someone, it's, it's just it's just surveillance. And then, um, then what I did after that is I emailed you about the fact that I just got those new flip-flops that were really comfortable, and you still didn't get back to me. It's like, oh, I know I she's around. Re- I mean, it was really unnerving to think I saw you, because now every time I walk the dog, I think I see you sometimes. Well, I didn't know that you thought you saw me, but then when I got in touch with you about the flip-flops, that I just got this major pair at the dollar store, and they're incredibly comfortable, much more comfortable than the expensive ones that I bought at CVS, and then you don't respond to that. Like, I'm just, a- ever since that one accidental text message, I just haven't been able to open them. I'm like afraid to look. What at do you mean? Which one? The one of uh, the penis? Yeah, that wasn't mine. That wasn't mine, and I told you that wasn't mine. That was just some idiot on the boardwalk, slipping out of his drawers and like waving it How around. How could I possibly know that's not yours? And also, well, because I don't I'll care tell you if it's why... yours or not. It's inappropriate to send se- me the picture of a penis. There was a semicircle around this guy, right? And everyone was using flashes. Everyone was taking photos of this guy, and there was a reflection off his penis, if you remember from my flash. It was obviously at night. It was obviously from me taking it to someone else it's not pointing down it's it pointing straight to it though. and you can see the sand in the background so who and it else was would from like a been? point of vision is it like from above who else would no it wasn't from above it wasn't from the north to the south it was from the east to the west it was looking straight on at this guy's penis as he disrobed and it started waving it around. There was six other people in a semicircle taking photos of this guy this is very creepy and we were all image. laughing and i thought you know what I'm going to send this to Andrea, and I think she'll find it funny. Because this is a type of life that I'm dealing with now in Ocean City. (laughs) Why was he taking it out at night on the boardwalk with an audience? I don't even... He was playing air guitar with it. He was pretending that it was a... uh, Or a banjo. He was pretending that it was a bluegrass He should join your band. He should join Gunshot. I don't need a banjo player. He was playing um, dueling banjos on it. And he was pretending that it was a banjo... And like plucking it like he would, you know, finger plucking it like he would. It was an instrument. He was he was either in crazy or I think he was, quite frankly, really messed up, off of uh, drinks. But it was a funny thing. We were hysteric. We were on that boardwalk, literally crying because we were laughing so hard. And like I thought, who should I send this to? Uh, there's only one person. That would be Andrea. But obviously, you didn't get it. And uh, I mean, I, I got it. Time. And then I've stopped opening your text messages since because I'm so afraid that you're gonna start sending me pictures of your boy parts it's not my boy part how many times do i have to tell you so if, if i see someone on the boardwalk and she's drunk there is and no she, context she takes off her her bathing suit and you can see her jingle jangles and her don't um, send me that why wouldn't i send you that who am i going to send it to i mean why wouldn't i send it to a friend's like this is what this is what i'm going through right now wish you were here i don't want it's not appropriate i just don't want to see well that it. tells Which, me if you wouldn't send it to your mim mim don't send it to me. First of all, she can't operate her fingers now anyway, even if she did have a phone, okay? And she wouldn't even know what the jingle jangles were. She'd probably think they were some sort of pillows, you know, hospital pillows. What I'm saying is like, hey, this is what Randy is experiencing now. Are you a friend enough to experience it with me? And obviously the answer is no. Maybe I thought too much of you and our relationship, and maybe it's time for me to disappear. I've been working hard to establish, like, boundaries, and that's just one, which is sending me naked photos. But the rest, I'm fine with. Would you be upset if I just walked into that ocean and never returned? Yes. I've been thinking about that. Don't do that. Just walking. Just don't do that. Just walking straight out into that ocean and just keep walking.
and then I would drown. Would you like Are that? Are you depressed? Would you like that if I did that? No, I want you to stay around. You are right, so, so important I... to my radio show. It's ridiculous. Am I important to you? So if I were to send you a text at 3 a.m. of a guy's, um, you know, thing, would you not get back to me next time? I'm still not going to get back to you. How about you. if it was my thing? Like, you knew the guy who, whose thing it was. That's even It wasn't worse. a stranger. It wasn't That's some guy on the boardwalk, you know, wearing just a, t a tank top. I can't tell the difference because it's just a giant thing or what? normal Damn right size it's a thing. giant thing. Normal right? size no, thing. No, not mine. Not mine. This, his was normal size. Mine is off the charts, which is why I kind of want to show you. Don't. Can I show you now? No. Would they be upset? Nope. I'm going to call. I'm, we're at my workplace. <laughs> this is not going to happen. We're in my office. Randy, I don't want you to walk into the ocean. Well, you know. Promise me you won't walk into the ocean? I got too much creative things going. I wouldn't do that. But I got to admit that, you know, with Mim Mim being sick and then you not getting back to me and I don't know. It's just a little sad. Let's resolve to talk more about real things, okay? More often. But you're going to have to learn to engage with me in a way that feels... Like, you're not spam. You're going to have to learn to talk to me like a real person. And Fine, all I'll right. I'll work on this with okay, you. Okay, I'll do that, okay? Are you happy now? I am. Thanks for coming to my office and, and catching up. All right, thanks. i got to go down to Ocean City. I'd help this week from Aaron in Hopkins, Minnesota. Hopkins, Minnesota is a funny, funny town name. When I was in high school in Minnesota, my friend took the K out of her Hopkins sweatshirt and made it hop in. Uh, Greg Harrison did our podcast artwork. His website is gregcircanow.com. Next week, we'll hear from a guy who hired a professional matchmaker to help him with his love life. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, and online, WFMU.org.